Hello, this is Pastor Dan of Edgeboro Moravian Church, and thanks for listening to this Worship by Phone recording. Call this number back at any time to hear this message again. Call back uh, each day of Holy Week and each week after that uh, to hear more Worship by Phone recordings, as this will be updated frequently. This is the Good Friday afternoon reading service. Here you will hear the voices of Jesse Buchan, Carol Schachter, Sue Testa, Scott Sign, and Chris Verastro. You'll also hear Luke DiGiacinto singing and Gail Justice on the organ. I'll be leading us in prayer to start things off, and so let us quiet our hearts and hear the Good Friday story. Let us begin with prayer. Lord Jesus, we have walked with you through this week. We have heard you say and do and demonstrate many different things. We give you thanks for coming into Jerusalem, that we could give our praise to you as you came in in a royal kind of entry. We thank you for the, the teachings and the demonstrations that led up to the upper room and the foot washing and being at your table. We are grateful for the grace that you have shown all of us. And we hope to bear fruit in the future and live with your love that we will show to others. Today, we, we see and hear once again of where your love ends up on the cross. As we read this story, uh, may we be in touch with the emotions that this brings up, anger or sadness, uh, fear or, or avoidance, uh, gratefulness, as we know where the story will end up. But today, help us to, uh, to sit in the difficulty and the struggle of the cross. Help us to be with you as you are with us, we pray. Amen. Amen. Our opening hymn is number 350, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross. Thank you. 
When day came, the assembly of the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, gathered together and they brought Jesus to their council to question him. If you are the Messiah, tell us. If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I question you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. Are you then the Son of God? You say that I am. Blasphemy, what further testimony do we need? We have heard it ourselves from his own lips. When Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he repented, brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders and said, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. Uh, what is that to us? See to it yourself. Throwing down the pieces of silver in the temple, he departed and he went and hanged himself. But the chief priests taking the 30 pieces of silver had second thoughts. It is not lawful to put them into the treasury since they are blood money. After conferring together, they used them to buy the potter's field as a place to bury foreigners. For this reason, that field has been called the field of blood to this day. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah, and they took the 30 pieces of silver, the price of the one on whom a price had been set, on whom some of the people of Israel had set a price, and they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord commanded me. Then they took Jesus from Caiaphas to Pilate's headquarters. It was early in the morning. They themselves did not enter the headquarters so as to avoid ritual defilement and to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate went out and spoke to them. What accusation do you bring against this man? If this man were not a criminal, we would not have handed him over to you. Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. We are not permitted to put anyone to death. This was to fulfill what Jesus had said when he indicated the kind of death he was to die.
religious leaders began to accuse Jesus. We found this man perverting our nation, forbidding us to pay taxes to the emperor and saying that he himself is the Messiah, a king. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again and summoned Jesus for some answers. Are you the king of the Jews? Do you ask this on your own or did others tell you about me? I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. So you are a king. You say that I am a king. say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. What is truth? After Pilate had said this, he went out to the Jews again. I find no case against him. When Jesus was accused by the chief priests and elders, he did not answer. Then Pilate turned to him. Do you not hear how many accusations they make against you? But he gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no basis for an accusation against this man. But they were insistent and said, He stirs up the people by teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee where he began even to this place. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean, and when he learned that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him off to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had been wanting to see him for a long time, because he had heard about him and was hoping to see him perform some sign. He questioned him at some length, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him. Even Herod with his soldiers treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then he put an elegant robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. That same day, Herod and Pilate became friends with each other. Before this, they had been enemies. Pilate then called together the chief priests, the leaders, and the people and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was perverting the people. And here I have examined him in your presence 
and have not found this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. Indeed, he has done nothing to deserve death. I will therefore have him flogged and release him. festival, the governor was accustomed to release a prisoner for the crowd, anyone whom they wanted. At that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Jesus Barabbas. So after they had gathered, Pilate asked them, whom do you want me to release for you? Jesus Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Messiah? Pilate realized that it was, that it was out of jealousy that they had handed him over. Then while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, have nothing to do with that innocent man. For today I have suffered a great deal because of a dream about him. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus killed. The governor again asked them, which of the two do you want me to release for you? The crowd responded, Barabbas. Then what should I do with Jesus who is called the Messiah? Let him be crucified. Why? What evil has he done? Let him crucified. saw that he could do nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning. He took some water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, 
I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. Then the people as a whole answered, his blood be on us and on our children. So he released Barabbas for them. And after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters and they gathered the whole cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. And after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on his head. They put a reed in his right hand and knelt before him and mocked him saying, Hail, King of the Jews. They spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. went out again and said to them, Look, I am bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no case against him. So Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Here is the man. When the chief priests and the police saw him, they shouted, Crucify him, yes, crucify him. Take him yourselves and crucify him. I find no case against him. But we have a law. And according to that law, he ought to die because he is claimed to be the son of God. Now, when Pilate heard this, he was more afraid than ever. He entered his headquarters again and asked Jesus, where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. <clears throat> Do you refuse to speak to me? Do you not know that I have power to release you and power to crucify you? You would have no power over me unless it had been given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. From then on, Pilate tried to release him, but the Jews cried out. If you release this man, you are no friend of the emperor. Everyone who claims to be a king sets himself against the emperor. When Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus outside and sat on the judge's bench at a place called the Stone Pavement, or Hebrew Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation for the Passover, and it was about noon. He said to the Jews, Here is your king. Away with him! Take him and crucify him! Shall I crucify your king? We have no king but the emperor. Then Pilate handed him over to them to be crucified. <clears throat>
After mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. number of the people followed him and among them were women who were stricken with grief for him but Jesus turned to them and said daughters of Jerusalem do not weep for me but weep for yourselves and for your children for the days are surely coming when they will say blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed then they will begin to say to the mountains fall on us and to the hills cover us for if they do this when the word when the wood is green what will happen when it is dry two others also who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him when they came to the place that is called the skull they crucified jesus there with the criminals one on his right and one on his left. jesus said father forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his clothes and divided them into four parts, one for each soldier. They also took his tunic. Now the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from the top. So they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see who will get it. This was to fulfill what the scripture says, they divided my clothes among themselves, and for my clothing, they cast lots. Oh uh -huh. 
was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. Pilate also had an inscription written and put on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription because the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, in Latin, and in Greek. Then the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the King of the Jews, but this man said, I am the King of the Jews. What I have written, I have written. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads and saying, You who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the son of God, come down from the cross. And the people stood by watching. In the same way, the chief priests also, along with the scribes and elders, were mocking him, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down from the cross now, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now. If he wants to, for he said, I am God's son. The bandits who were crucified with him also taunted him in the same way. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. 
But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. When it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice. Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders heard it. They said, listen, he is calling for Elijah. After this, when Jesus knew that all was now finished in order to fulfill the scripture, he said, I am thirsty. 
a jar full of sour wine was standing there. So they put a sponge full of the wine on a branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. After Jesus had received the wine, he said, It is finished. Then Jesus cried out with a loud voice. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. By your cross and suffering, by your sacred wounds and precious blood, by your dying words, by your atoning death. Bless and comfort us, gracious Lord and God. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs also were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. 
After his resurrection, they came out of the tombs and entered the holy city and appeared to many. Now when the centurion and those with him who were keeping watch over Jesus saw the earthquake and what took place, they were terrified and said, Truly, this man was God's son. And when all the crowds who had gathered there for the spectacle saw what had taken place, they returned home, beating their breasts. There were also women looking on from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, the younger, and Joseph and Salome. These used to follow him and provided for him when he was in Galilee. And there were many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem. Since it was the day of preparation, the Jews did not want the bodies left on the cross during the Sabbath, especially because that Sabbath was a day of great solemnity. So they asked Pilate to have the legs of the crucified men broken and the bodies removed. Then the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and at once blood and water came out. saw this has testified so that you also may believe. His testimony is true, and he knows that he tells the truth. These things occurred so that the scripture might be fulfilled. None of his bones shall be broken. And again, another passage of scripture says, they will look on the one whom they have pierced. i
When evening had come, and since it was the day of preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the council, who had also himself waited expectantly for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate wondered if he were already dead, and summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he had been dead for some time. When he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the body to Joseph. Nicodemus, who had at first come to Jesus by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, weighing about a hundred pounds. They took the body of Jesus and wrapped it with the spices in linen cloths, according to the burial custom of the Jews. Now there was a garden in the place where he was crucified, and in the garden there was a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. And so, because it was the Jewish day of preparation and the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. women who had come with him from Galilee followed, and they saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath, they rested according to the commandment. 